You're listening to Having a Chat on CJRU in Toronto, the show where we take interesting people with interesting tastes in music and talk to them about the music that they love. I am your host, Alex Spears, and this week on the show, we are chatting with Toronto-based Afro-Cuban duo Ocon. Ocon, not one to get bogged down by arbitrary genre categorizations, combine a wide range of music from across the city of Toronto to produce some fantastic, upbeat, and fun sounds, and we are very excited to have them with us to chat about some music. This is Having a Chat. Let me start recording. Um, all righty. So thank you very much for, for taking the time to chat with us, guys. And, and since it is the two of you, um, uh, could I get you both to introduce yourselves and, uh, and say what you do in the group? Of course. Okay, amazing. Uh, I'm Elizabeth Rodriguez, and I play violin, and I do vocals. I'm Magdalena Savinia, and I play percussion, and we both lead the band, yes. <laughs> Sweet. Sweet, awesome. Um, so the the first the first tune of yours that we're going to kick things off with. So the the way the format of the show works is we're going to listen to one of your tunes, um, and then you guys have picked a bunch of awesome songs for us. Um, we're going to get your take on those, and then we're going to uh, end with another tune of yours. Um, so it's a nice okay. little you know sandwich type thing. Um, and uh, the first tune of yours that we're going to listen to is uh, and and forgive me if I'm butchering the pronunciation Espiral. That's great. You're doing Beautiful. Great. That's okay. <laughs> um, what can you tell us about this tune? It's it's uh, it's beautiful. It's upbeat. It's dancey. Um, what 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 can you tell us about it? Uh, well, the first thing is that um, it is an Afro-Cuban chant right. from the Arara side. You know, our Afro-Cuban religion is kind of like divided into Lukumi and Arara. Uh, and the Arara side, it's not very well known or a lot of people don't sing those uh, chants anymore. And we found it around 2018 and we did this arrangement. Um, and on top of that, we mixed it with a Guajira, mm-hmm. which is a, our country music in Cuba. Right. So mixing the Afro-Cuban side with the Guajira was not uh, very common. Yeah. But since we live here in, in Canada, like, it's so multicultural and we're influenced by so many different things now that now we dare to just mix things. Right. All, all random things. Yeah. Um, do you want to talk a little bit more about the, the rhythm that you picked? Because it's a weird um, uh, time signature. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Um, I mean, I try to put um, like to bring these two worlds together uh, through the rhythm and uh, let people know that we're not so different after all. Mm-hmm. Like I know it's not typical that they get uh, mashed up, but uh, it was really good uh, when I realized that they both could go together with no, like no matter the behind stories from <laughs> the background stories from right. each one of them. So uh, it doesn't matter. Music is music and yeah. it can be translated into many languages and many genres. So I, Actually, I, I really like the results, and it actually worked out pretty well in the song. <laughs> yeah, well, it, it's and it's a beautiful tune, and I and I'm I, I just 
you know, sentimentally, I love the idea of sort of merging two cultures, especially as you pointed out in, you know, in the great melting pot that is Toronto. Um, It's, it's, it's certainly exciting to see. Is that, is that something, is that like an approach that you have taken before or or in in terms of merging the two sort of, um, you know, sides uh, that perhaps you, you might not have thought would go together well? Well, um, Okanis is really hard band to put in a box because right. we play all different kind of things and uh, people sometimes don't even realize that we come from the classical music world. Like that's right. the, the music we were playing in Cuba yeah. um, or the way we were uh, taught in, in, at the music school. So right. we, we are already open. We were already open to all their kinds of music that are completely foreign to us right. and and had to embrace it actually the classical part was really hard like i had a russian teacher right. and i became a concert master yeah. of a youth orchestra so it was like pretty heavy hardcore <laughs> classical right. music but then i get here and uh, people are expecting me to play cuban music because i look cuban and you should be doing cuban music right. um so all those things um are part of us. It's really hard to put Okan into a box because we dare to play more things. We are open to uh, embrace other uh, sounds and rhythms. And uh, we love Brazilian music. We have Mm -hmm. a lot of Brazilian friends. Um, And there is a song that we we have with influence from uh, Brazil. Uh, There is a song with music from Turkey. all these different kind of influences go into what we do because we like it. We, we like the fact that the music is there and you can respectfully use mm-hmm. it. Because, yeah, I mean, respectfully, because there is a lot of um, cultural appropriation out there. Yeah, um, no doubt. And th- that's not our, uh, our approach. Yeah. Our approach is actually to Cubanize those things. Right. Like uh, taking that and then say, oh, how can you give some Cuban flavor to that. Right. And and that's not, you know, and also supporting the people from those communities. Yeah, of course. Like uh, we have guests. Visibility. From, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no doubt. We have guests from each one of the countries we represented, uh, which makes me really happy uh, as a sign of respect. So yeah. uh, in the last uh, album, we called a Brazilian uh, uh, percussionist to do a samba that we were doing. Uh, we also, uh, on, on this album, we had Selkshuk Suna, which is a Tur- Turkish cl- uh, uh, clarinet player, and right. he, he brought his own flavor. We have Junior Santos from uh, Dominican Republic because we did a merengue. So right. you got these amazing musicians like from different communities and the communities that we wanted to represent and also tell the people out there, as I was saying before, that we're not different. Yeah. whatsoever you know there's no difference in our music uh we can connect through music and it works perfectly yeah. no doubt so i mean I, i'm I, i'm endlessly fascinated by the sort of the arbitrariness of genre categorization like I, and it, that seems to be something that y'all are sort of touching on a little bit so you know what would uh, two questions what would you categorize your genre as and then i'm i'm interested in sort of moving beyond that into this 
what what you articulated of sort of people putting you in a box almost and saying that yes. you know you look Cuban so you're playing Cuban music like you know you're not playing classical how do you how do you approach that like what what's your response to that sort of um you know I get you just being put in a box like that yeah we try to fight it but I mean sometimes we just use the marketing labels you know in the mm -hmm. terms of world let's call it the so-called world music mm -hmm. last time we checked we're from this world Everybody, right. but every, <laughs> everybody's <laughs> world music. But then they don't know. I mean, every music is so diverse. Mm -hmm. uh, when you get nominated to awards or something like that, like it's funny when they just put you in on the world category. Yeah. And then if you were a white person, sorry, like you you are playing our music, then it's jazz. So right. it it's it's funny how it changes names. Uh, as soon as race transcends, right? right. It changes. I don't know. It's, it's weird. So we, we've been fighting that since the beginning. Uh, we call it yeah. roots music. Roots. Like, mm -hmm. um, because it comes from the roots of our country or right. um, um, other countries. And, uh, and we, of course, fuse that with a 21st century yeah. uh, look into that. Um It is definitely the, the way we fight it is by doing these kind of albums that each song is different. It's different. And yeah. then you are like, okay, what do I do? Yeah. What do I do with it? <laughs> But then the good thing, the good thing is that that gets us when whenever live music goes back in business, that gives us the ability to play either in a jazz. Um, festival, festival mm -hmm. or in a folk festival or in a, a world music festival mm -hmm. and that opens a little bit more doors and I remember at the beginning there were a few people saying oh it's going to be really hard to market you and we don't know what to do with you or right. it's going to be hard for you and it, actually it's been a blessing because then we get double gigs like right. we can do either <laughs> it's great so it, it works out pretty well what keeps happening in Canada is that even though there are so many different uh, nations that right. collide here, right? Uh, I don't understand how come at the Junos being so many, for example, Indians here, yeah. right? People right. from India, they should have their own category because right. honestly, the they, music is unlike any other. Right. And the music mm. is not like any other. Why should I be with an Indian in a category <laughs> of world of or world. Like it makes no sense. Yeah. At all. Um, uh, or another <laughs> Latin American. I mean, I, let's say a Venezuelan, let's say a Peruvian. Well, let's say that they put yeah, Latin Americans the together. Same. I know, well, yeah, but still, it, it's a different It is weird. genre. Anyway, yeah. You know, let's like just... you can, I mean, you can put to compete two salsa bands because yeah. it's the same genre, genre. and yeah. it took it doesn't matter if they come from peru if they come from cuba so it is salsa they compete together but yeah. if you bring your uh folkloric music from venezuela or from peru then i bring my folk music from cuba mm -hmm. there is a those are different folk yeah. it's like right. competing with canadian folk or american folk there's It is folk is folk. Is it, yeah. it is folk, you know. What works for you doesn't work for me. So it, it's kind of hard. So it's a it's a war that I don't know. It'll take years, I think, to be won. Mm -hmm. And we just, you know, try to swim within the system and within the market. 
like using the world for that, for to our advantage, even until they find uh, a better solution for it. Like for us, the roots music works right. better, right? But still, it's very hard. Like mm-hmm. it's yeah. it's kind of hard. It's gonna be <laughs> roots and jazz, roots and jazz. Well, and it, and it's so it's so fascinating to me because you know what what you said about it. You know, it's it's the world. Like we're all on this world. So and and it's so interesting that. That that genre title to me seems so Western centric, where it's yeah, just like you know is. <laughs> everywhere that isn't from you know Europe and North America is. It, it's almost like rest of the world, you know what the I mean? The rest like, of the world. Yeah, yeah, it is. That's the way it works. Yeah. Yeah, that's 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 really really bizarre. <laughs>
Um, so anyway, we're gonna we're gonna get into your you you guys put together a great little playlist for us, which I really appreciate. Um, so we're gonna get into um, and again, I'm going to butcher the pronunciation. Laura <laughs> Mavula is that Laura Mavula? Yeah, Laura Mavula. All right, perfect. So um, with her tune, "Let Me Fall," what do you uh, what do you like about this tune? Everything. Right. That woman, she is for us like um, an inspiration, an inspiration, big time. And she literally used it, the classical training because mm -hmm. she is uh, she's training composition and piano and everything in uh, one of the highest um, schools in, Lond in London. London. Yes, I believe. Yeah. And she used that piano, those synthesizers, and the way that the the synthesizers are working is like Bach in mm. uh, the Baroque music. Right. So she's using that in the 21st century with all super modern and the voices and everything. It's just like you can't help it. Yeah. You can't yeah. help it. You just go and you fall with her. Yeah. That's it.
Yeah, too easy. All right. Um, so next up is uh, is uh, Sade with uh, Ordinary Love. What do you like about mm -hmm. this tune? Fantastic. Uh, simplicity and nice taste. Uh, amazing taste collide. You know, yeah. sometimes less is more. It's mm -hmm. just a baseline, uh, very erotic uh, mm -hmm. song, but it's just a baseline followed by the drums and and then her vocals that they, they go like a wave you know it's not yeah. i mean you don't need to put anything else in that song it's just right. enjoyable like yeah. top to bottom it's it's amazing and yeah. she's a classic it's a classic i mean she's well known it's those that the type of songs that you can just never stop listening to you know yeah. in old times uh it, it doesn't matter any year yeah. any decade is fine it'll be a classic always yeah yeah no doubt so i mean I, i'm interested in this idea of like less being more um you know that yes. I, I i am you know my my musical background is as a rock drummer and there's a lot of talk in in that world about sort of the ringo effect where you just kind of take a step back and just play yeah. your role and and you know you don't get too crazy with it how do you strike that balance Oh yeah, it's because it's not about you. It's about mm -hmm. the collective. It's about mm -hmm. the result. Like you cannot put everything into one song. Yeah, you know you can use little elements in here, little elements there. It depends on the kind of music, but it still works. So right. sometimes people just wanna, uh, I mean, uh, surprise, not a surprise, like show off, shine, right. yeah. shine too much, and you need to get to that consensus where you don't need to. Mm -hmm. uh, you talk to your musicians when you create your songs and you're like, all right, now in your solo, this is your moment. But now right. I want to kind of solo because look at this song it's a ballad, right? So I want a solo that doesn't outshine the vocal. I want right. a solo, like laid back solo, enjoyable. <laughs> or when know? it's a, like, or when it's a crazy song, I want you to go nuts, yeah. <laughs> you know, with this solo and it works out. And it does happen a lot to to Cubans. Yeah. yeah. That we were talking about this very last night, musicians. actually. Very talented musicians. It has never worked that well mm -hmm. to put many talented mus Cuban musicians together because <laughs> it band. is a disaster. Everybody <laughs> wants to like show off. And this happens like a lot star. <laughs> in Cuba. This happens a lot in Cuba. Once Cubans move outside and they come here and they understand all the things and they listen to all the music. Right. Um, then that's when people are like, oh, wait a second. I can I can just chill out and enjoy this and not having to show off. So we are very lucky mm -hmm. to perform with amazingly talented musicians mm -hmm. uh, like Roberto Riveron and Miguel de Armas and Jeremy Ledbetter. Those are people that are on their own, they are stars. Mm -hmm. But the great part is that when they play with us, they respect our music, they respect mm -hmm. what we do, and they do their thing on their own language because mm -hmm. we, we let everybody be their own. But when it's their time to do solo, that's it. You're yeah. like, okay, go ahead. Take me away. <laughs> but they play with us and they respect our music. So um, it's, been, it's been good so far. Yeah, yeah. So far, so good. Uh, yeah, and, and and I love this idea of just like doing something that that actually just services the song. So I mean, yes. you know, again, there's one of the most a guitar solo, for instance, that I am endlessly fascinated by is um, uh, it's in a Ramones tune called "I Want to Be Sedated," and it's literally just one note, 
and it's it's literally just like and it's just but it's so interesting to me that it services the song so well that that's all you need yeah everybody learns the solo after that you know i i don't know uh this song uh i want you just the way you are just the way you are right the song the classic uh, there is a solo that everybody knows. Everybody, every single person knows the solo. Or yeah. my, a Michael Jackson song, like everybody knows the solo, you know? Yeah. It's that kind of things that transcend. You don't need to do a crazy... That's production. That's pro I know, but yeah. it's, you know, simple. Less is more sometimes and people yeah. sing along.
Yeah, a hundred percent. Um, all right. So next we're going to get into, uh, Beyonce with power, uh, you Ooh. know, Beyonce, nice. you know, Ooh. you can't, it's you Beyonce. Can't even, yeah, yeah, it's Beyonce. No. So, but what do you, but uh, what do you like about this to, For, okay. It's important to clarify she that I <laughs> reconcile with Beyonce with this last album. Mm-hmm. I was not, um, I was not super proud of her well the work was excellent in lemonade don't get mm-hmm. me wrong and she d- literally just stopped lemonade up mm-hmm. uh, but the the message of her being so you know like very harsh on lemonade about what happened to her and mm-hmm. then being again with her husband was like girl i, I don't get it mm-hmm. <laughs> right but in this one the fact that she has this very artistic vision of the Lion King mm-hmm. and very um, inspiring for the African-Americans, mm-hmm. explaining to them, because th- the whole album is just very, very interesting as a masterpiece for sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And explaining to the African-Americans where they're coming from because they lost their culture. In the United States, they lost it. They were not even allowed to sing or to dance or to keep their drums, keep their drums or anything <laughs> right, like yeah. we did in Cuba. So we know where we come from and we know all of our backgrounds and we we knew about Oshun and Yemaya, all the all the gods and all these things that she's now trying to explain to them. And each song, she's wearing a different um, color. Yeah. Right. Well, in the same song, she wears like a hundred outfits, but she's wearing a different color because she's talking about a different god. So mm-hmm. one is for Shun, another one is for Yemaya. This one was for Oya. Mm-hmm. And Oya is a warrior. She's a women warrior that she dresses in red. That's why in the in the album is so like mm-hmm. powerful. powerful. And that no that song has one chord. Right. Just with wow. one bass line. Talking about one note. again. And it's so powerful. And when you listen to that, you're like, what is happening? And it's empowering women too. Right. So it's not only black people, it's women. And in general, and, yeah. And there is a pregnant yeah. woman dancing in the video. Yeah. yeah. Like nothing. Like she's like going nuts. And like people should normalize those things because being pregnant is normal and, yeah. and, a, and a pregnant woman can perform. So the whole album is very interesting and we really like it. But this one is powerful. That's why. Sinclair regime, turn to the max, can't forget Maxine. Refer to me as a goddess, I'm tired of being modest, 100 degrees the hottest, if we're being honest, ebony, everybody's black, people win, they say we 
This that Nappy, this that Arab, this that Kinfo, this that Skinfo, this that war, this that bloodline on the front line, ready for war. Where you gonna run? Take my grace, keep it locked in the safe. Don't make me get back to my ways. My power they never take. Don't know good take my power. So, and then next we're going to talk about a song, uh, Interactivo. Woo, what do you like yeah. about this one? Well, um, <laughs> when we were, well, we're still young. <laughs> little. But when we were little. <laughs> Younger. Um, this band, Interactivo, was at least part of my upbringing. And it was yours too. Yeah. But I, I was more I was from older. him. Yeah, you're more I'm older. She's a little <laughs> bit old. She's just a couple of years older than me. Yeah. But also, she's from another side of Cuba. Oh, right. Uh, and where they they like more like traditional Cuban music, and I'm from Havana, and this mm -hmm. band is from Havana. Mm -hmm. And uh, I, I would go every. They had a, a regular show every Wednesday. Right. And I will, that was my weekend on Wednesday. <laughs> I'll go and watch this band perform. And it is a collective of very talented people. But in this case, it works in mm -hmm. Cuba. Right. Because each one has their own projects. Each one does their own thing. And the piano player is the, um, the band leader. But right. he lets everybody breathe, go, come and go. People literally just go into the band, play for 
a year and then go do their thing come yeah. back two years right. later if you want to, yeah. like it's very collective and it's interactive healthy. that's why it's called interactive yeah. interactive inter interactive band and uh, and this song um is so challenging like mm -hmm. the string playing and uh, uh all the things that are happening is very jazzy yeah. uh, latin jazz right. driven um But at the same time, also, you can see that there is some classical music influence back mm -hmm. there. Like every musician that is there at some point play classical music. So that's why it, mm -hmm. it has all right. these very uh, difficult passages. But uh, we like it. We really, we really love that. It was part yeah. of our upbringing. And it's yeah. different because it's not the typical uh, Cuban music that people mm -hmm. know from Cuba. So it's the young people, Cuba. Yeah, right. it's, it's very like rock the next and rollish. Yeah, yes. you know, it's very rock and rollish uh, with a touch of classical music and also Cuban music because it's there. Mm -hmm. It's yeah. uh, it's impossible not to do it. Yeah, of course.
you know, I've seen you doing some, you know, Instagram performances, things like that. So how have, how have you been adapting what you do uh, to the sort of lockdown measures and the pandemic and everything? Yeah. Well, besides spending a lot of money in <laughs> cables, mics and everything, lights. <laughs> lights and all these different things that now you have to do, mm. learning how to do sound like Max, fortunately, knows mm. a little bit more about those things. And mm -hmm. she's really interested. I'm curious. Um, <laughs> yeah. But having to do it all yourself, not only performing, now you're in charge of everything because there is nobody else. There is no sound guy. There right. is no engineer. There is nobody else. Yeah. Um, and it was a good opportunity. If you, we try to look at life in a positive way. Right. Uh, as much as possible. Yeah. Yeah. So it is definitely, uh, it has been an adventure and an opportunity to learn more, to be more self-sufficient mm -hmm. and, and to be more aware of the work of others around you. Mm -hmm. um it is hard it is not the same we do our best to keep performing with the same energy in front mm -hmm. of a phone but in, for an artist yeah. performing in front of a phone and not getting uh the claps after a song yeah. is like very sad frustrating and annoying i don't yeah. like that part yeah finishing a song and then nothing Yeah. <laughs> but you have to keep smiling so we, we yeah. totally miss the audience uh it's it, it's been really really challenging and i really really hope uh times of performing live come back yeah soon <laughs> sooner than later because it's not you know it's part of who we are us yeah. Um, and everybody and needs music and everybody, everybody needs music and I, i know we are not appreciated We are underappreciated, the mm. artists and musicians in general. Um, mm. We're we don't have the real jobs. Yeah. <laughs> so it's it's very sad that people feel that way. But then at the end, you need to understand that there's nothing done without music, yeah. without the arts. Everything in your life has arts included. Yeah. Even your furniture, your furniture, your uh, art at home. Uh, Uh, photography everything has music everything has a visual art so mm -hmm. it should people should appreciate more the government should appreciate more the arts yeah. and give support especially to the artists now in this dark times because yeah. we're living really bad times for a lot of people are struggling we're trying to survive um this times doing this like live concerts i mean online mm -hmm. concerts Uh, but it's not the same. But yeah, we're, no. we're still trying to stay visible and do what we're doing, our CD release, and, uh, you know, do what we can to yeah. stay alive. Yeah, right? of course. It's not easy. So we're going to end yeah. with, uh, with another tune of yours, Trocada. Um, what, uh, <laughs> what can you tell us about this one? Hard to play. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. No, it is actually a lot of fun. And um, the solos by all of the musicians are um, super interesting. That's one of the tunes where we let the musician fly. You can mm -hmm. fly wherever you go. There is nothing weird. There is no wrong doer. Yeah. Right. And um, yeah. that's one of the tunes. Max wrote that in her first winter in Canada. Mm -hmm. um and has all that 
energy. She's the only human that likes winter. (laughs) (laughs) But it's great. It gives the opportunity to people and musicians to, I mean, explore, explore uh, what can you do over one set of chords only, you know, like it's not a song that moves a lot uh, within chords, but you can, how many things, you could do with one chord and yeah. like show it to me show up this is your moment and i love the interaction that we get when we play it live and people get that that's why people actually like this song when we play it live because mm-hmm. they see the interaction the chemistry between all the musicians among all, all of us so i think yeah. it it works out pretty well yeah Awesome. All right. So, um, crazy. Yeah. (laughs) Um, so before we wrap up, um, you know, we always like to give guests just an opportunity to kind of just plug what you've got going on, what people can expect from you, where they can, uh, find you and, uh, and anything like that. Okay. So the good thing is that the album is out, so you can find the album Espiral by Ohan anywhere or all the platforms. You can find our first video on YouTube, the Espiral video, which we we think it's a little bit, um, it's like one of our kids. (laughs) The babies. Yeah, the albums are also our babies. Um, And it is done with a lot of love and you can see the joy and the colorful energy that we we try to show. Um, And on the 16th, October 16th, we have this live performance on Facebook and, and YouTube. Um, you can find all the information on our website or our uh, Facebook page or Instagram. Um, we we will leave that out there for like maybe a week and then we're going to take it down and what show is it? Uh, the concert. <laughs> it's a concert. It's is a that concert? a concert? Live concert. <laughs> live concert, October 16th. Yes. Alrighty, thank you very much to Ocon for joining us this week. As always, don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. And you can find full episodes of this show wherever you get your podcast. Just search up Having a Chat. Uh, season 3 is coming out on October 30th, and we're very excited to show that to you. And in the meantime, this is Ocon with Trocada on CJRU. Thank you.